This is your World in 10 from The Times of London for Friday the 10th of February. I'm Cara Bentley. And I'm Steve Forbes. The UN says countries should stop their sanctions on Syria so that they can send aid. Everybody must make very clear that no sanctions of any kind interfere with relief. And Ukraine's prepared to strike Crimea with long-range British missiles. If we're talking about Harpoon, that's anti-ship missiles, so that wouldn't be something that would go into Crimea uh, proper. It'll be something used against Russian ships. The UN has called on Western nations to waiver their sanctions on Syria so that aid can get to people whose lives have been made worse from an earthquake on top of 12 years of civil war. More than 21,000 people have now died across Turkey and Syria, just over 3,000 of them in Syria. The Director-General of the World Health Organization, Dr Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, is visiting Syria and has made this plea. Everybody must make very clear that no sanctions of any kind interfere with relief to the population of Syria in the present moment. The US has paused its sanctions on Syria so that aid can be sent, but there's been a tentativeness about sending money there out of fear that it could end up funding violence in Syria's civil war. Abdul Kafi Alhamdo is a teacher, activist and reporter in the city of Idlib in Syria. Now we are suffering because of this neglect, because of this ignorance for Syrians, for our lives, for understating our lives, for our, under, our understating who we are. Because we felt five days after the earthquake and no help, it's too much for those people, in fact, to have on their shoulders. How dare the world, I mean, neglect us in this way? However, the UK has pledged a total of £3.8 million to the White Helmets who work in the area. Baroness Amos is a former UN Undersecretary General for Humanitarian Affairs and Emergency Relief Coordinator and explains why sending aid is tricky. There is a what's called a cross-border operation in place. Um, it has been over for the last nine years to get aid from Turkey into Syria because the Syrian authorities are very worried about aid coming in and particularly they have not wanted aid to go to areas that are in the hands of groups that they don't control. Across the region, people are still being rescued, including a 10-day-old baby and its mother who'd been trapped for 90 hours. The UK is going to set up a field hospital in Turkey with an emergency department, 24-7 operating theatre and accompanying clinical staff to help the response to the earthquake. To Ukraine, where the country says it's prepared to use British long-range missiles to strike Crimea, the peninsula annexed by Russia in 2014, in a potential escalation of Western involvement in the war. After the British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak promised to send Ukraine more military aid, discussions are now taking place over whether this should include harpoon anti-ship missiles or surface-to-air storm shadows. Ukrainian defence sources have confirmed that Kyiv would be prepared to use the missiles to strike Crimea following a warning from Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky that longer-range weapons from Western allies would strike deep in the occupied territories. Jim Townsend is a former Deputy Secretary of Defence for Europe and NATO under Presidents Obama and Biden. Speaking to Times Radio, he says there's no risk of retaliation against Ukraine's Western allies. If there's going to be escalation because of an attack on Crimea, we'll see it in Ukraine. But I think it's important, too, that if we're talking about Harpoon, that's anti-ship missiles. So that wouldn't be something that would go into Crimea 
uh, proper. It'll be something used against Russian ships. And then the Storm Shadow is an anti it's an anti-aircraft missile, and so that would be used against a Russian aircraft. It comes as President Zelensky urged European leaders to speed up the delivery of promised tanks and weapons, telling them the value of human lives has been destroyed in Russia. During a speech in Brussels, he described Moscow as the most anti-European force in the world. Following the summit, Finland's Prime Minister said she would not rule out anything in backing Ukraine in their efforts against Vladimir Putin's forces. Sanna Marin said Finland wanted to send a clear message to Ukraine that it was willing to help in any way possible. I think it's very important that that we will send that clear uh, message and signal to Ukraine and Ukrainians that we are willing to help any way we can uh, as long as it takes and we must also discuss about more heavy weapons. Russian officials have called Vladimir Zelensky pompous for his hasty trip to Europe where the Ukrainian president also visited Paris and London, describing his address at Westminster as theatrical. Coming up, legendary composer Bert Bacharach has died at the age of 94, and Amsterdam is curbing its appeal to what it's calling nuisance tourists. 222 political prisoners in Nicaragua have been released and flown to the United States, including five people who hoped to be president of Nicaragua but were jailed in the run-up to the election in 2021. Among them was former presidential hopeful Felix Maradiaga, who was asked about the fact that people seen as traitors now lose their recognition as Nicaraguans. I think those are just words, just words. We bear our identity as Nicaraguans, even spiritually. It's not about a law passed by the Assembly. I will be Nicaraguan until the day I die. I will still love Nicaragua, not just as the country where I was born, but also as the land I wish to see have democracy. President Daniel Ortega has jailed dozens of political opponents, journalists and religious figures in recent years and says this was an act of removing mercenaries from his country. Ortega's government did not ask for anything in return from America and Washington called the release a constructive step towards improving human rights in the country. In Nicaragua, it was framed differently, with a judge describing the prisoners as traitors that had been deported. Amsterdam, a rather liberal city in many aspects, has now decided to ban the smoking of cannabis in its red light district. Under new regulations unveiled by the city, sex workers in the area will also have to close their venues at 3am. The move is to curb the nuisance created by tourists visiting the Dutch capital, with residents having long complained about the disruption they cause. Local media say that almost all councillors approve the action. Amsterdam is well known for its cannabis cafes and attracts millions of tourists a year, but locals have complained they attract street dealers and that drug and alcohol abuse is driving up crime rates. The city council has also announced that restaurants and bars would have to close by 2am on Fridays and Saturdays and no new visitors would be allowed into the old city district after 1am. Currently, the sale of alcohol from shops, liquor stores and cafes in the red light district is illegal from Thursday to Sunday after 4pm. Now the council will ask vendors to completely remove alcohol from their shop fronts during that time or hide them from view. The laws will come into effect from mid-May, with the city also introducing a stay-away campaign in the spring, targeting tourists who only choose to visit the city for drug, alcohol and sex purposes. With the latest on the revamped proposals for a European Super League, here's Kane Reeves. 
Backers of a European football super league still aren't giving up on the idea, with more proposals being suggested. A22 Sports Management is a company formed to sponsor and assist with the creation of the super league, and say their new idea would involve multiple leagues and could accommodate 80 clubs. The company has challenged UEFA and FIFA's right to block the formation of the competition, arguing the governing bodies are abusing a dominant position under EU law. A22 chief executive Bernd Reichardt believes drastic change is needed for European football. The very foundation of European football is under threat. It is time for change. European club football is at a tipping point. Huge imbalances have emerged across the continent and clubs with glorious European traditions are no longer able to compete. The pop music composer Bert Bacharach has died aged 94. You may not have heard of him, but you probably have heard of Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head, I Say a Little Prayer for You, The Look of Love and Walk on By. He was a prolific writer of some of the biggest songs of the 60s, but over his career he collaborated with Marlena Dietrich, Dr. Dre, Perry Como, Elvis Costello, Dionne Warwick and Adele. Known for his smooth melodies, he once said, don't make it difficult for the listener, just the singer. And finally, many dog owners are guilty of using their pet pooches as an occasional vacuum cleaner, mopping up dropped scraps or morsels of food that's fallen on the floor. But what if that was actually good for them? A study has found that occasionally feeding our dogs with leftover food prepared for us humans could benefit their gut health in the long term. Meat, bones, vegetables and berries could help protect man's best friend against gastrointestinal problems, according to Dr Anna Heim-Bjorkman of the University of Helsinki. The study involved more than 4,500 puppies between two and six months old, as well as recording the diets of 4,000 dogs between six and 18 months. It found when the dogs reach adulthood, around 20% had developed chronic enteropathy, CE, a disorder characterised by diarrhoea, vomiting and weight loss. Those puppies who'd been fed a mixed diet of fresh leftovers without highly processed dry kibble had 22% lower odds of developing CE. That's your World in 10 from The Times of London for Friday the 10th of February. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.